Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, today is going to be one of those up and down shows. Uh, Let me give you the bad news up front. The data coming out about the vaccine is not good. The media now doesn't know what to do. They can no longer avoid the obvious that this vaccine is not worked out as planned. So I want you to watch what happens when a bunch of data kicks them right between the legs. And the mainstream media doesn't know what to say about it because they know what to say about it, if you get what I mean. But we're going to end the show today, or towards the end of the show. We're going to cover a story. Have you heard about what's going on at Asbury University in Kentucky? Folks, I I, somehow I'd missed this story until this morning. And I got to tell you, I did a Locals video on it. I was absolutely blown away by it. One of the, I mean, it almost brought a tear to my eye. Maybe it did. Don't go anywhere. Today's a loaded show. Uh, Today's show brought to you by Relief Band. Folks, Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. I want to show you mine. This is my actual Relief Band. I keep it right here in the desk. Uh, It got me through chemotherapy. It worked like magic for me. Whether you need everyday relief from nausea or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear in your wrist to give you relief from nausea. And now you can use your HSA and FSA dollars to get a relief band. So put that money to good use and fix your nausea problems for good. My daughter uses it as well. She uses the sport when she's out on the boat for motion sickness. So if you want a band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. We've got an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money back guarantee. So head on over to reliefband, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com. Use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. Thanks, Reliefband. It's an honor to have you guys as a sponsor. They got me through a lot of problems when I was going through that chemotherapy. So thank you. All right, Joseph, busy show today, so let's go. It is showtime, Dan. Here we go. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, Joe was uh, busy cutting in. Thank you, Joe, for uh, we, we sent over a clip that apparently didn't exist. The tweet had been deleted. Joe caught that right away, so cool. save the show. I would have been like, let's go to this clip from Accuracy and Media, and you would have seen nothing, but Joe would have played the crickets thing instead. I just didn't so you'll see what I'm talking about. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't. You're good. Good catch. But, um... First, a lot of video on this. Serious questions are starting to emerge about the COVID vaccine. Uh, We've been all over this topic. You know, it's the, as I've stated often, just mentioned the medical malady I went through with the whole cancer thing. And that happened around the time I got the vax. It's easily the biggest medical mistake of my life. Uh, There is no bigger medical regret I've ever had. If I could suck this thing out of me and throw it into the phantom zone, I would. But I can't change that. But again, I want to be clear. Over the course of the show, I asked the audience specifically to go back and fact check me on this if I was wrong. And everyone affirmed what I told you. I never recommended anybody get this thing. I was clear as day that you have to make your own medical decisions and wait for the science and talk to your own people, doctors you trust. And if I said to the audience, if I ever said otherwise, please go through my entire library. I will absolutely fact check myself. I was skeptical about the thing, even when I got it myself. And I just, the regret is so profound. 
because the data coming out now is really troubling about the mRNA COVID vaccine. Yet the media is still employing, Joe, the Sergeant Schultz response. I know nothing. I see nothing. I hear nothing. Even when the data coming out is kicking them square in the gonads. Did you see this clip from CBS? They can't seem to figure out what's going on with the explosion and cardiac-related incidents, even amongst young people. Nobody can figure it out. What is it? Gee, I don't know. Watch the dance they do here. Take a look. Heart attack deaths have become more common across all age groups since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. But a recent study found that young people are actually most at risk in this case. According to Cedars-Sinai Hospital, the number of heart attack deaths among 25 to 44-year-olds in the U.S. over the first two years of the pandemic was 30% higher than predicted. Dr. Celine Gounder is here on set with us uh, to talk more about it. She's editor-at-large for public health at Kaiser Health News, and she is also an infectious disease specialist and epidemiologist and a CBS News medical uh, contributor. Dr. Gounder, thank you for being here. Uh, what stood out to you in this study? I think the fact that you're seeing such a big increase specifically in the youngest age group, so the 25 to 44-year-olds, you saw this 30% increase in the risk of death from heart attack. And that really is quite striking. That's not a group, an age group, in which you normally see heart attacks, much less dying from a heart attack. So the, the, to do a study like this, you look at the years prior to the pandemic and the typical rate of heart attack death in that age group, and then you see it increase and you wonder what's the new variable. And so the pandemic is that new variable? That's right. So these uh, researchers looked at 10 years of data across the U.S., all the death certificates that get filed with the CDC, uh, that data. And so what they saw is prior to the pandemic, heart attack deaths were actually dropping. And then that trend reverses and you see those those deaths go up, especially among that youngest age group during the pandemic. And do we know why the young, why younger people might be more at risk? Or we don't know for sure. Oh, what an idiot dance, dude! <laughs> I, I can't now on this show because we do actual reporting, and we firmly believe in the bedrock principles of actual science. I am not, and will never suggest to you that every single incident described in that sad, tragic uptick of cardiac incidents amongst the young is due to the vaccine. Why? Because I don't know that. And the data does not, as far as I've seen, indicate that every single one of those incidents or even the overwhelming majority may be due to the vaccine. However, the media Sergeant Schultz approach, we just don't know, of never even asking the question like, hey, you think this could be related to that mRNA tech, vaccine technology is, is so increasingly pathetic it's not sad it's pathetic that i believe we may be looking with the complicity of the media at the one of the most profound deeply impactful medical tragedies of our time what's going on with this vaccine and the will willful willful blindness to it remember this we played this a little bit ago thank uh thankfully there is a uh what is a university out there, Geese, studying the just profound uh, medical uh, coincidences that have been happening with the vaccine and hearts and medical, medical coincidences everywhere, Joe. Uh, remember this one? Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. 
At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. Thankfully, the Kaufman Institute for Medical Coincidences is, uh, is on the case because the uh, mainstream media <laughs> can't seem to... I'm not, it's not fun. I just, uh, I, I, folks, I, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. I, I mean, I mean that. You, you will. You'll, you'll break down in tears at what's going on in our society right now. I told you we'd have to start with the bad news. We'll leave you with the good news. I want you to remember this as well. Uh, for those of you out there who are puzzled, by the, like, uh, the CBS clip where they appear to be puzzled about what's going on. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone, a man who is not puzzled about what's going on with the increased incidences of myocarditis and cardiac incidents from people who've taken the vaccine. I asked him directly about it. It's a short clip, but this was from my Fox show last week, and we're going to replay this interview in total, by the way, finally this week in a regular 9 o'clock spot on my Fox show Saturday night at 9 p.m. Do not miss the Robert Malone interview. If you missed it, I'm going to play it all, the entire thing, on my Fox show this Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Set your DVR. I ask him straight up, is this thing safe? Don't miss it. But here I asked him about this um, tendency for this uh, vaccine to be attracted somehow to heart tissue. And what's the reason for that? Take a listen. Doc, can, can you explain or does anybody out there that you're familiar with understand why this seems to have some particular affinity, this mRNA spike protein? For, for heart tissue, uh, what's going on with that, with the myocarditis? Yeah, so that one's a little harder to figure out. There may be an autoimmune component. The uh, lipid nanoplexes themselves seem to have an affinity for the electroconducting uh, tissue in the heart. And uh, it's not really completely clear. There's also obviously blood clots forming that cause uh, heart damage, heart muscle damage, and that includes in the very small vessels of the heart. Now, folks, again, uh, I understand the limits of my own knowledge. I'm not a cardiothoracic surgeon. I'm not a virologist. While I have a basic understanding of mRNA technology, it's nowhere near even approaching the level of Malone or other scientists in the field. But the thing is, I get that. That's why I'm asking other people in the media space who do medical journalism and other things, why aren't you as curious as I am about one of the leading mRNA technology scientists in the entire on the, this rock we call Earth? Dr. Malone saying, yeah, it's puzzling why this has an affinity for cardiac, uh, this, this specific cardiac tissue. Why aren't you curious as well as you report on an uptick of incidents in cardiac tissue? Why are we and a couple of hosts on Fox and basically Levin and others the only ones covering this? It's not like, Joe, I think a couple of people got the vaccine, right? Maybe 10 or 20. A few. So it, a few. Here and there, a handful maybe you describe it. It's not, it's not as if this is a small number of people. I'd be remiss. I've been avoiding this topic. But given that he decided to do a public interview, 
Uh, DeMar Hamlin, who was involved in a tragic incident, Buffalo Bills player, was uh, involved in a tackle. Uh, a tackle hit him in the chest. He was revived on the field, about nine minutes of CPR. Obviously a football player, Buffalo Bills. I'm not sure how familiar people, liberals are, especially with sports. So DeMar Hamlin, for all we know, and our knowledge is limited. I don't have, I'm not his doctor. I don't have access to his medical records. But from what we know, was a young, healthy man. Professional athlete, obviously, uh, it functions at the highest level of human conditioning. Football, where, you know, the conditioning is a level above, you know, baseball and other sports. He had a cardiac incident on the field in front of the entire world. He gave an interview during the Super Bowl with Michael Strahan. And he's asked a very specific question about what happened with his heart. And I want you to pay very close attention to the answer or lack thereof. You're 24. Peak physical condition. Can run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctor describe what happened to you? Um, um, that's something I want to stay away from. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to get in this guy's head. He's suffered enough. Who knows? Maybe he just really doesn't want to talk about it. He's under no obligation to... Describe to America his personal medical records or what happened. I understand that. And I'm not going to invent some theory as to what happened because I didn't examine DeMar Hamlin. Neither did any doctor I personally know. And they wouldn't share it with me anyway because it'd be a violation of HIPAA. But I find it a little strange that he's being interviewed about the incident. And it's the one question he just doesn't want to talk about is, well, what do you think happened? It's almost as if someone was in his ear telling him, eh, stay away from that kind of stuff. Folks, again, I, I, I know the left-wing media, which has gone entirely to statism now over wokeism. I'm going to talk a show on that tomorrow on the podcast. You're not going to want to miss. I have a tremendous Twitter thread to cover tomorrow. The left is now in the transition. Now that they've consolidated power, now they're in, uh, moving away from wokeism to full-blown statism. Oh, no, that. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm getting increasingly worried about this tyrannical crush and the willingness of the left to stop anyone from asking any question to anyone at any time that challenges the narrative. I told you from the start, I've said it from the jump, and I'm going to say it again. This vaccine never had anything to do with science at all. Never had anything to do with COVID either. Yeah, it's the COVID vaccine. It did not prevent the spread of COVID. The vaccine was a vehicle to break down any conservative, libertarian, Republican, or moderate Democrat idea that you're sovereign over your own body. They are never going to be able to enact their status tyranny if you believe you're in control of your body, which you are. The vaccine and the mandate, you will stick this in you and you will listen. And anyone who defies us will suffer is a dry run for what's coming next. That's why it doesn't matter. What comes out about the vaccine? They will never back away from this. And they will never tell you the truth. It's only getting worse. Here, you want more proof? You should. Question everything from me too. Please go to the newsletter today. These articles are going to blow your mind. It's Bongino.com slash newsletter. You can subscribe right there. 
Medical tyranny. The feds are tracking the unvaccinated. And you won't believe who is telling them to do it. WHO capitalized. Kevin Downey Jr., PJ Media. Folks, read this article. I had to read it twice because not that I, I, I trust these guys. They're a great outlet, PJ. But, you know, trust but verify. This article is accurate. That doctors working at hospitals and clinics are now expected to ask patients if they've been vaccinated. And if not, why not? And they're supposed to report the answers to the National Center for Health Statistics. The only doctors who aren't expected to comply are the ones in private practice and who do not accept insurance. Here's a little couple of facts about it. This program began in April, but it's instituted nationwide in January this year. They don't need your consent to add you to the database. And the information is accessible within the United States healthcare system as well as outside of it. Medicare and Medicaid are involved in the program. That's fascinating. They're tracking the unvaccinated. It's almost as if, Joe, that what we've been warning people about, that the vaccine has nothing to do with science and everything to do with control and a list of who are the uncontrollable is all starting to come out now. I know nothing. Nothing. Nobody knows anything. Why are they tracking the unvaccinated? They've already acknowledged that the vaccine does not stop the spread of COVID. They claim it mitigates the symptoms of COVID. So it's not a collective group problem. It doesn't affect the group. I just told you it affects the individual, if they're right. So why would they be concerned? Now, you think that's bad enough? Lists of the unvaccinated, the unwashed show, the unclean? You're going to be uh, branded with the scarlet letter? We all going to be Hester Prynne soon? Kevin Downey in the peace notes, they had insult to the tyranny. The fingerprints, I had to check this story twice. The fingerprints of unvaccinated New York City teachers who were fired for not getting the clot shots were allegedly forwarded to the FBI, which could hamper their ability to find work elsewhere. The FBI, you know, that paragon of integrity, fidelity, and bravery, the institution that's never been involved in a political scam. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I'm kind of wondering, Joe, are they going to be declared domestic terrorists like the people who showed up at school board meetings for not getting the vax? I'm just asking. Mm. That'll never happen. Something like that happened before. Oh, it did happen before. Oh, that's right. That's where I got <laughs> yeah, that example from. There you go. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. He remembers that. Yeah. Like, gosh, this sounds really bad. Sounds like there may be some element of truth to that. This vaccine thing is about control and not about a vaccine. Lists, fingerprints, FBI, heart problems, media ignoring it, status control over the media narrative. Sounds kind of strange, right? Well, what if I told you, despite the bevy of problems piling up higher and higher and higher about issues with this vaccine and its failure to stop the spread of COVID, that that matters not. Does it sound like Yoda? The CDC is adding the shot. To its immunization schedule. I'm going to get to that in a second. Stay tuned. Believe it or not, again, this story does get worse. Get that crap out of here. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you <laughs> by HelixSleep.com. H-E-L-I-X. Finally got a good night's sleep last night. I needed it. It's uh, been a rough couple of weeks. Sleep, as you get older, is so critical. Folks, you need that nourishing, healthy, 
deep sleep where the brain just quiets down, your growth hormones released, your body's healing itself. If you're not getting it, I'm telling you, you're not the person you could be in the morning. You have to sleep deeply. How? Get a good mattress. Go to helixsleep.com. Take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to the Midnight Lux. It's terrific. I'm actually getting a new one. I've had mine uh, for a few years. That's how much I love it. Helix knows that everyone's unique. So you have several. It might have something to do with, by the way, with uh, I kind of bled a little bit on the last one, so I need another one too. But it's, Helix <laughs> knows everyone's unique. They have several different mattress models to match based on your body type and sleep preferences. So Helix, we're coming for you. We got another one coming to the house. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. We are. We love it. Like I said, everyone in my house has one. My mother-in-law has one. Producer Jim has one from the radio show. It's so quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Go today. They've been with us a long time. It's a great company, folks. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders, and you'll get two free pillows, too. That's a great savings. It's their best offer yet. So go today. Don't wait. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. It's the only mattress I'll trust. H-E-L-I-X. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts today. Check it out. So back to this segment. The great Dan Horowitz, who writes a conservative review, frequent guest on the show, and a friend of both Joe and me. We've known him a very long time. Yep. He has been all over the... Issues piling up with the vaccine. And uh, he reports on this. Despite the issues piling up and the questions about cardiac incidents, the questions about effectiveness, the questions about mRNA technology, the questions about potential for blood clots, matters not because the vax is about control. It ain't about science. He notes in his piece, death, injury, no liability. And now a part of the child vaccination schedule. Oh, really? So despite the issues, your kid may at some point in the future be pressured into getting this shot. Oh, yeah. Horowitz notes, read this piece again in the newsletter. Spread it around. Even as Fauci and Bill Gates concede that this generation of vaccines are nowhere up to par, <clears throat> the CDC quietly added the COVID shots to the childhood immunization schedule last week. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Now, why does this matter? Well, because officials know that there will be death and injury for years to come, Horowitz notes. So by placing the vaccines on the childhood immunization schedule, they'll enjoy complete indemnity forever. Oh, they will. Pursuant to the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986. So while Biden plans to terminate the emergency declaration in May, the damage and destruction in its wake will be with us forever. Tell me again, this is about science stuff or something like that. I'd love to hear it. Love to hear that. Folks, there's uh, an old adage in economics promulgated by uh, the great Herb Stein. He said, what can't continue won't. And although he was talking about economics and government spending, this suppression of negative information about the vax can't continue. And it won't. That's why we're not on YouTube, by the way. That's why we're only on Rumble, so we can speak freely. All right, moving on. Folks, one of my major problems with the liberal movement, the Democrat Party in particular, it's not just issue-based stuff. I mean, obviously, I think they're wrong on taxes, government spending, the role of government in our lives, school choice, healthcare, regulations, a number of different issues. I have substantive policy disagreements on them. But their guiding ideology with the left has always been division. Why? 
it's it's very simple. It's not complicated. You know, I, I you read a lot of the great thinkers, you know, Victor Davis Hanson, Thomas Sowell. They can explain to you in far more eloquent terms what guides the Marxist, the socialist, the modern tyrant on the left. But having read all of it, well, not all of it, I don't want to be dramatic, but read most of their material. I boiled it down to this. The left needs a distraction mechanism because getting you to forfeit away your money, uh, your school choice, and your health care over to a government bureaucrat who wants government-controlled health care is not easy. Now, I mean, just, th- I mean, just think about it in, in plain and simple terms. Hey, uh, you want to pick your doctor or you want a government bureaucrat? Well, of course I do. Well, why is it that so many liberals don't want that? They want government health care. Why? You know, do you want to spend your money or you want to give it to the government for them to spend it? Well, I want to spend my own money. How is it that so many liberals believe the opposite, that you should forfeit your money to the government? The answer is the left needs a distraction. And the way they keep you distracted is by what they call intersectionality, which is by partitioning America into various groups. You may, don't just go with the simple one, race. That's, that's been there because it's visible. You can see the color of someone's skin, right? So it's easy. To, oh, look, you're black. You're white. Fight. Fight. It's not just that. They do this with everything. Union, non-union, immigrant, non-immigrant, male, female. They, they, any group they think they can partition to get you all to fight distracts you from the fact that they're taking away your freedom. Rich, poor? Mm-hmm. Rich, poor. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Class warfare. I mean, that's how did I miss? That's the original one. I mean, that's what Marx originally started with. Um, good point. Race is easy for them because we're visual creatures. You know, bats uh, use echolocation. You know, whales use kind of a, a sonar type thing. Dogs sniff the world. We're visual. Visual is almost everything to us. So you can see race. So it's easy for them. Look, that guy is, uh, he's white. Okay, so what? He hates you. He's a racist, but I've never met him. I don't know. That doesn't matter. He's white. He's a white supremacist. He's got privilege. You don't. They are racist. So my point in this opening here, this portion of the show, is that what bothers me most about the libs is they are hardcore racists. And it's time to call them out and stop this ridiculous dance. It is their party platform now. They are hardcore racist by definition. They judge people by the color of their skin, which is the definition of racism. You are never going to see a better example of it than this piece of human filth, this racist Georgia Democrat state senator, a joke of a human being, an absolute clown by the name of Emmanuel Jones. So American hero Justice Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. They're building a privately funded statue they're going to put on some state grounds in Georgia. Ground ball, right, folks? He's from that area, Georgia. The man's an American hero. Supreme Court justice. I mean, just grew up in the Jim Crow South. Got an incredible education. Found his way to the Supreme Court. One of the greatest thinkers of our time. A man of impeccable, unimpeachable character. One of my personal heroes. A man I couldn't look up to more. Justice Clarence Thomas. And what is this piece of human waste? Emmanuel Jones, who couldn't wipe Clarence Thomas's nose if he had a cold, have to say about him? Place a statue of Clarence Thomas on this grounds. We cannot avoid that conversation, so I'm not going to avoid it either. In the black community, we have uh, an expression 
and I don't want to use this label too deeply here because I'm just trying to tell you what we have in African-American community. When we talk about a person of color that goes back historically to the days of slavery and that person betraying his own community, we have a term in the black community. That term that we use is called uh, Uncle Tom. And Uncle Tom is a either a fictional or non-fictional character. I don't really know the origin of Uncle Tom, but it talks about a person who back during the days of slavery sold his soul to the slave masters. I've got to be very careful here. A couple things I'd like to address on that as calmly as I can try to gather myself. Uh, number one, I love how he claims to speak for the black community. I've seen this tendency with racist, and this man is a racist. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, with racist uh, black Democrats. I've seen this because I've, I've spoken to quite a few. Um, uh, I, you know, I met Malcolm Nance once at Politicon, another life loser. And he said the exact same thing. My wife was there as a witness. He said, the black community, uh, well, we were in a bus headed back to the hotel, our little van. And my wife laughed in his face. And I said, Malcolm Nance, uh, you speak for the black community? And he responded, yeah, I, I do. I said, "You that's interesting. You've spoken to everyone? And <laughs> he, he hilariously was like, yes, I have. I, whether he's being sarcastic or not, I don't know. But I looked at him and bewilderment like is this guy really this stupid all the time or is this just an individual day thing i don't know if it was a friday or a saturday i love how this clown emmanuel jones a man 99.99 repeating decimal percent of america has never heard of before today claims to be the voice of the black community as he insults one of the most famous accomplished black americans you will ever see in your lifetime Far more accomplished than this total life loser in zero. So again, fascinating how he speaks for the black community. Incredible. Do you all approve of this? Everyone in the black community? Is there, was there a vote out there? Did we miss it? Here's another thing. Emmanuel Jones is so freaking stupid that he goes and gives a speech on the House floor. He knows it's being recorded. And he says, you know, Clarence Thomas... Uh, we in the community would call him an Uncle Tom, but I don't really know the origin of Uncle Tom. Is he fictional? Is he real? So, uh, <laughs> I went to the left's favorite search engine, Joe, again, it's a screenshot of my phone, yes. uh, Scroogle, and I put in, this is crazy, guys. This is uh, really nuts. It took a lot of research. Uh, glad I went to graduate school to learn how to research and spend my time. I put in, you ready? Origin of Uncle Tom. <laughs> And it gives it right there. Comes from the title character of Harriet Beecher Stowe's novel, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Manual, um, you can try that too. Works really well, the old left-wing scroogle machine if you're even looking for lefty stuff. Oh my gosh. This is your Democrat party. This is the filth running that party these days. All right, let me take a break. I want to get back to this because there's a, the, the Democrats are a racist now. And, and anyone beating around the bush, I'm sorry, but your place in the Republican Party is questionable.
We need to call this out for what it is, taking the Reagan approach when he called out government. The Democrats are now the party of full-blown, active, virulent racism, and it's disgusting. And I'm going to fight against it with every single fiber of my DNA. All right, let's take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, Valentine's Day may be over, but it's not too late to give yourself the gift of looking years younger. And it's easy, thanks to GenuCell. G-E-N-U-C-E-L. The most popular package right now at GenuCell is 70% off. It includes the next generation of skincare technology. GenuCell's probiotic moisturizer, absolutely free. These super ingredients commonly found in yoga can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotic extracts can help target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin. And it can help restore balance to your skin's microbiome for a noticeably clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance. See those fine lines, wrinkles, skin redness, sagging jawlines, and even bags and puffiness visibly disappear right before your eyes. Paula and my mother-in-law have been big fans of this product. Their new one, they really love. Whether you're a loyal GenuCell uh, customer or someone who still sits on the fence, this new product is a must-have. And with its immediate effects, see results in under 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan right now. And during this extended blowout sale, every order at GenuCell.com includes an exclusive, exclusive beauty box with two luxury GenuCell gifts for you to try. Order now. Limited quantities are available. GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. So, yes, the racist Democrats are, in fact, racist. They've been racist for a long time. And there will be no dancing around on this show about that matter of fact, not that matter of opinion. So I'm going to show you in a second how the Democrats are now uh, applying this CRT-based race essentialism that comes from Kendi uh, and others. The CRT is racist. It demands that you judge people by the color of their skin, which is the definition of racism. However, our left-wing school systems around the country just don't want to let CRT go, despite the fact that champions of freedom and liberty and champions of actual anti-racism have been trying to pull it root and branch from our school system because we don't want to raise racist kids. But school systems don't want to let it go. So accuracy in media, this is that clip Joe, Joe took care of us this morning. Accuracy in media has been doing tremendous work with undercover uh, video footage of school officials around the country, Ohio, Texas. Listen to them caught on undercover camera. Explain how, yeah, we're not supposed to be teaching racist CRT, but don't worry, we just play the euphemisms game and we kind of work our way around it. Take a listen. Look at House Bill 616. We've all been done laws. 616. And 327. 616. Some of the ones that you kind of dealt with in the history of stuff. Yes. Yes. But, okay. but we're, we have an old radical war. Over here, like the school board? How much can we, how much can we walk the line and still, you know what I'm That's saying, be in compliance? Are they, we're working on it. We don't know what's going to happen. What if they saw 1619, they'd freak out and go shout at a school board meeting. They seem to tell them they don't care. Yep. And so that's what we're talking about. You know, it's all about semantics. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, you know, even thinking about the name of our department, we might, be, we might become the department of belonging. One of our friends told us, well, if I teach about privilege, the parents will go crazy. If I call it something else. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think there are the subtleties between all of those. I mean, again, <clears throat> I, I think it, it, I think teachers can teach those things. It depends again on the language and the approach. It is. It's all about semantics. And a lot of things will probably just change names and stuff like that. Yes. So that we can get around those bills? I hope so. We are teaching to the standards. And the standards, particularly in social studies, are pretty broad when you talk about 
some of those those things that you could fit almost anything into it um, without drawing attention to it. You see what's happening? The Marxist, the socialist, the modern tyrant. How we're now moving into a new era where the old school ACLU left from the 60s and 70s that claimed to be warriors against racism are now warriors for racism. Some of these same bedrock lefties. They've left those days behind now. They're now actively promoting racism through CRT. Even when it is banned, the teaching of outwardly racist principles in school, they are so committed to racism and division that they're willing to go to jail to be racist. Now, one of the people they rely on to promote their racism, and remember, the left always plays word games. Remember the dipsy do flipperoo. Remember they say flip it. So Ibram Kendi has a book called How to Be an Anti-Racist, which remember the flipperoo, which means how to be what, Joe? A racist, okay? So in Ibram Kendi's book, this is one of these race essentialists. He says, folks, his words again, not mine. The only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. And the only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. Keep in mind that he that he's just saying it outright. There's nothing difficult. There's no parsing words here. He's recommending present and future discrimination. It's right there. This is the racist left. And we need to fight this with our nails, our skin, our hair, our brains, our muscles, our skeleton, every single component. The essence of your human life should be dedicated to the treating of humanity equally, not based on the melanin levels of your skin or any other irrelevant characteristic. But don't fret, folks. The great communicator is here to save the racist Democrats. The great communicator, Ronald Reagan. No, not Ronald Reagan. Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, don't, don't laugh. I'll get to that. Let me get to my last sponsor and I'll get to that in a second. I got that and I got, I'm going to end on some good news today. Asbury, Kentucky. Gosh, I was touched this morning. Quick break here. However you're, spe- however you're spending the winter season, make sure you're getting your best sleep. We talked about sleep before. You need good mattress. You need good sheets too. Get buttery soft sheets from the sheets I use at Bowl, B-O-L-L, Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch. Made with the softest, 100% organic cotton you have ever felt. It's the kind of quality you'll feel immediately. Listen, I was never a big sheet guy. Okay, I got to be candid with you. Then they sent me a box. I was like, yeah, put them on the bed, whatever. Obsessed. Now I don't even want to sleep anywhere else. Buttery soft. They get better each time you wash them. Their signature hem sheets from Bowling Branch are a bestseller for a reason. Bowling Branch uses the highest quality threads on earth. Their sheets are made from slow-grown organic cotton for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. They feel buttery to the touch and are super breathable, so they're perfect for both cooler and warmer months. They're loved by millions of sleepers. They're so luxurious, they're loved by three U.S. presidents, too. Over 10,000 raving reviews, making the most of bedtime with Bowl & Branch sheets. Get 15% off. It's good savings. 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code DANB, D-A-N-B, DANB, at BowlandBranch.com. That's BowlandBranch, B-O-L-L, and Branch.com, BowlandBranch.com. Use promo code DANB. Pick them up today. You won't regret it. So again, don't fret. The racist Democrats and tool bags like Emmanuel Jones, uh, they all have a savior out there. 
will be saved by the great communicator, Joe Biden. Hat tip RNC research responding to Corrine Jean-Pierre's claim just yesterday that the best communicator they have in the White House is Joe Biden. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, from from uh, uh, Charlotte, excuse me, from Charlotte, one another line going from in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons: one, to we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is. Let uh, me um, say it another way. But the nature. Not a solid meeting with um, with uh, the. Uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. So eloquent. I mean, the man's ability to use words to create a picture in your in your mind. There's simply nothing like it. So I get up early in the morning. I'm watching Fox and Friends first this morning. And my good friend, Jimmy Failure, a comedian, but he's become quite a commentator. So he's on Fox and Friends. And he brought up this. Uh, wasn't this great communicator the guy who had to be rescued by the Easter Bunny? So we're just playing this for giggles. Check this out. Imagine being such a great communicator, a dude in an Easter Bunny, or well, I don't even know who it was in an Easter Bunny costume, has to rescue you from a group of 10-year-olds. The great, So gifted. So gifted. Well, the great communicator was out there again yesterday, and the great communicator uh, is so awful at this. He's not even good at lying. Uh, we already know that. He you know, finished at the top of his class, beat up Corn Pop, was the outstanding student, has three degrees. Got locked up going to see Nelson Mandela, was raised in the Jewish, black, and Puerto Rican community at the same time. Uh, never did any business with his son overseas. I mean, the man is a sociopathic liar. The thing about Joe Biden's lying, though, he's unrepentant about it, uh, meaning he doesn't care that you catch him in the lie and that it's so easily refutable. He just continues to say it. Here he is yesterday making obscene, absurd claims about gas prices, inflation, and your take-home pay going up. Take a listen. Gas prices are down a dollar sixty a gallon. They're going to come down further from their peak, and inflation is coming down. Take-home pay for workers has gone up over the past several months. We got more to do, but I'm telling you, the Biden economic plan is working because of you all. So the Biden, <laughs> the Biden economic plan. You guys know that it's working. Yeah, it's working. He says, in, it, right? He says inflation's down. So again, I, I. I you know, forgive me for giving them clicks, but I, I go to Google sometimes because it's run by communists just to make the point. And this is one of the first thing that pops up when you Google inflation. No, not that. Go back to the lesson first. I, this article popped up on inflation. He says inflation is down. What's well, fascinating because just a couple of days ago, we got the inflation numbers month over month and annualized. And it said at Yahoo Finance, 
No bastion of right-wing values, Joe. Oddly enough, it said inflation rises 0.5% over last month in January, most since October. Are you, you guys, <laughs> Joe Gee says uh, he's right. And the plan is working. He's absolutely correct. Oh, believe me, his plan is working, the Biden plan. Just not the way you think of working. So I went to the Google machine again, and for the now what, guys, 10th time? He keeps telling you how your wages are going up, which is fascinating because if you just Google real wages down, you'll read this, that from January to January of this year, real average hourly earnings decreased 0.9%. The change in real average hourly earnings combined with an increase of 0.3% in the average work week, work week resulted in a 0.7% decrease in real average weekly earnings over this period. You know, lefties, I, I know you're... Emmanuel Jones levels of stupid, but you can go to your favorite Scroogle search engine and just research this yourself. It's really not hard. I spent all based on if I were to go back and show, let me see. Oh, hold on. I'm going to do this little test. Sorry, guys. I just want to show you something on you because I send these things to show prep and they're, they're marked, they're emails. So I send it to a show prep email for them to prepare and put in the show. Yeah. I want to show you how long it took me to put this together. Let's do the time between emails to show you how long. Okay, here we go. Here it is right here. Real wages down. So I sent the video at, <laughs> here it is, right here, in case you think I'm making this up. Here are my emails to show prep. I sent that video, Biden lying about inflation and wages, at 528. And you can see here that the articles I found, I found that, how long do you think it took me, guys? Take a stab at it. Less than a minute. 529. They're absolutely correct. 529. And I found the next thing about real wages at 530. There it is right there. That's how long it took me to prove to you that your president's full of crap. He's also been claiming hilariously lately that he's a big deficit cutter, which is hilarious because even Twitter fact checkers, Twitter, although uh, Elon Musk's platform, it's still dominated by lefties. Red State is a great piece. Brandon Morris in the newsletter today. I suggest you read it about Biden's obscene, again, absurd claims that he's now some big deficit cutter as he's lobbying, ironically, for more spending over the debt ceiling. So they note this, that Twitter has a fact check section and they made it clear that Biden's claims was they think while the claim may be statistically accurate that the annual deficits went down, it's misleading. Because first, COVID spending during the pandemic led, obviously, to huge deficits in 2020 when Trump was in charge. And 2021. Ending that spending led to the deficit reduction of 2022. The irony being, Joe Biden wanted to continue the spending. Secondly, it makes clear that Biden made other spending increases that actually brought the 2022 deficit up. And it's now 41% larger than Trump's largest non-COVID deficit. The best part of the whole thing, the Twitter fact check of Biden's absurd claims about being some deficit cutter was sourced to left-leaning outlets. <laughs> Meaning it's here, you can see it right there. A whole bunch of left-wing outlets, CNN, factcheck.org, New York Times. Folks, again, it's not that Biden lies to you that bothers me. It's that he lies to you about everything. 
Folks, the only fair comparison outside of, uh, 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 the only fair comparison is to move outside of COVID. The COVID spending splash, which yes, did start under Trump and continue under Biden, was obviously an anomalous level of, of annual spending. The point is the Democrats want to bake that in the cake while the Republicans are trying to fight now to pare it back. Folks, even the New York Times, this is, this is crazy. Even the New York Times is starting to admit now that we've got a debt problem. New York Times, U.S. on track to add $19 trillion in new debt over 10 years. They're projecting a $1.4 trillion gap this year. Joe, I'm old enough to remember when me and you were doing the podcast in my basement. Yeah. And we had the stimulus under Obama and we had our first $1 trillion annual deficit. Yeah. And it was like the end of times. Yes. <laughs> Let me just read that again. The new forecast projects a $1.4 trillion gap this year. And over the following 10 years, the deficits will average. Am I reading this right? $2 trillion annually? How, how long do you think this is going to go on? Remember Ben Stein, or Herb Stein, what can't continue, won't. Here, just to show you, here's Statista. This is a nonpartisan site. This is a statistics site. Here are our annual deficits. In other words, what we're spending more than what we're taking in. Let's look at what happened before COVID. 2015, you had a $440 billion deficit. 2016, $580 billion. 17, $670 billion. By the way, these are the Trump years. Let's not pretend Republicans have not spent money we don't have either. We have. But the degree of spending matters, right? Spending $1 trillion and $10 trillion is a little different. 2018, $780 billion. 2019, $980 billion. So we're closing in on that $1 trillion mark. Here's when COVID hits. The deficit was an astonishing $3.13 trillion dollars. Now Biden's in charge, 2021, 2.78. The COVID spending runs out. 2022, it looks like it's going to be 1.4 trillion, as they said in the New York Times. Here's the catch. The Biden and Democrat proposed budgets are for 2 trillion, going back up again. Compare that to Trump's highest deficit pre-COVID. 0.98, billion. You're talking about doubling the deficit. This guy's just totally full of crap, folks. He lies all the time. And people just sucker liberals. Just suck it all. <laughs> all right, I'm going to have to get to this story tomorrow. You keep this one about the explosion in Chinese nationals crossing our southern border. This caused a stir on my radio show yesterday. As I explained from a security perspective how exactly I think the Chinese Communist Party if there were to be an invasion of the United States, it's not going to be what you think. It's not going to be Red Dawn. I'll get into that tomorrow. The radio show went crazy when I talked about it yesterday. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, so don't go anywhere. I wanted to end with this. Folks, with all the bad news, I get it that many of you get depressed. I do too. I'm only human. I'm long in the United States, so. Because if you study the arc of history, we've always had this. Dark times, a renaissance. Dark times, a renaissance. We've had the Tower of Babel, spiritual renaissance. It's just these natural ebbs and flows. It's almost as if God tests us. We hit rock bottom and we realize it's time to turn around. Is there a spiritual reawakening happening? Have you heard what happened at Asbury University? 
So they started this, they have this prayer service they were doing. They do it often and they started it on Wednesday again. And this strange thing happened at Asbury University in Kentucky. The prayer service never ended. And now people are flocking to Asbury. Folks, I have surgery on Monday again, but uh, I have to tell you, I'm going to work with my team to see if we can visit them out there and support what's going on. Tucker Carlson covered this last night, one of the student leaders of this, what I believe could be the start of something huge, a spiritual renaissance in our broken country may be happening here. I want you to listen to this segment. Check this out. A lot of people are starting to think more about what happens when you die. They're becoming much more interested in the spiritual life, which has been basically extinguished in the public square for a long time. So here's a sign that people are becoming more interested. Asbury University, which is a private Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky, outside Lexington, began hosting a prayer service a week ago, but it never ended. It's still going on. People just keep showing up from around the world. The university has even set up overflow chapels to accommodate demand. Here's what it looks like. those student leaders and young men and women leading what I believe could be the start of a spiritual revival. I've got to believe. I'm an optimist and I'm along in the United States. My heart, my mind, and my soul are with you. And I'm going to do my best to change my show for tomorrow night on Fox to make sure we can, we can tell the entire nation on that cable news channel exactly what's going on. Saturday night. Sorry, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Thanks, thankfully, Gee's here to always correct me when I'm losing my mind. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure we put that in the show. God bless you. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I will be back here tomorrow, of course. And please, if you wouldn't mind, can you subscribe to the show? We lost a spot this week. I understand eventually everyone's going to subscribe and we'll run out of people. But if you haven't yet, we would deeply appreciate it. Uh, what the subscriptions and the follows are what keeps us on the top charts. It makes uh, it easy for other people to find us. So we deeply appreciate it. Just go to Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. It is absolutely free. Click that subscribe or follow button. We added 100,000 new subscribers in Rumble just last week. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Apple and Spotify as well. We really appreciate it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.